Hi, I'm Kara Kilmer. I play Sylvie Brennan on Chicago Fire, and you are listening to Minas and Molly's. gonna be all sunshine and roses, but I can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride. Hey, Shyhards! Welcome to episode 184 of Meet Us at Molly's. We are taking a little bit of a detour from our usual One Chicago programming. We're gonna have some fun because it's hiatus and we can do that. Um, we're gonna talk Marvel because why the hell not? Why not? <laughs> why not? Um, you guys know that we have many shared obsessions, Brenna and myself, and Marvel is one of them. So why not? Why not? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we're just going to kind of like, we're going to talk all about it. Like the movies, the shows, what we love, what we don't love, all of it. So I don't even have like a witty introduction. I just kind of want to like drop that one of the TikTok sounds like you you haven't heard this because you're not on TikTok. Um there's a version of the Avengers theme like mashed up with WAP that is just like amazing. Not amazing, but like it's it's catchy. I don't cook, I don't clean, but let I, me tell you, I got I, this ring. Gobble me, swallow me, drip down the side of me, quit jump out, but you let it get inside of me. I tell them what a hoodie, never tell them where I'm not gonna be a burn down on the wall. I have a night. Running me, stop your chat, bite your dip, ask one call while you ride that. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm excited. I'm really excited. I'm really excited, especially with Black Widow coming out the day you're listening to this, two days from when we record. Um, And I mean, I'm seeing it tomorrow night, which I'm really excited about. So, yeah. So, so she's seeing it on Thursday. We we record on Wednesday, but you guys know that. Um, Yeah. I don't have any plans to see it in theaters, but I'm I'm gonna watch it on Disney Plus. So I'm I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. And then Loki and just oh, yes, yes. Yeah. So. We are going to touch on a little bit of One Chicago news because we're getting back in the swing of things. You know, hiatus is, is it's on the tail end now. So, uh, you know what I've realized these past couple of days is that I am now at the point of hiatus where I just miss the shows so much. Yeah, same. And it also feels like to me, like, I feel like we still, hiatus is not anywhere close to being done. Like, we still have three full months probably at least till we get them back Mm -hmm. but it's obviously getting the filming's getting ready to start back and I'm just like damn it's about time but it hasn't even been that long right it hasn't but it also like damn it's time yeah I'm like scrolling twitter seeing like upset clips that everybody's posting and I'm just like come back to me I I know I know and obviously Noah's been watching fire and it makes me nostalgic and I'm like damn I just want more yeah yeah, that's exactly what it, I just want new content. I miss them so much. And it doesn't help that like, not everybody in the casts are very active on social media. And that was Hell a nice no. way of saying hardly anybody is active on social media. Which obviously is fine. We're, it is this fine. is just this is us being fans and first world problems. So we just we just miss you. We just miss them. We just miss you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, without Reem, we'd, we would not know that Patty has been running around Italy all summer having the time of his life. Right. And Jesse tweeted the other day and he put in the group text. You're like, oh, he's alive. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's hilarious. Cause if you, if you ever click on like the replies to any of Jesse's tweets, it's all you're alive. Oh my God. You're alive. You're alive. Yeah. Just, we just care. We just care. I mean, but that's like everybody too. Like, um, after that, which we're going to talk about news, but after the Hanukkah news came out, Mm -hmm. um, she like resurfaced on Instagram too. And I was like, oh, thank God. Like, (laughs) 
yeah. I love seeing that everyone's just like alive and well. Yes. Which like, good for you guys. You work your asses off. You deserve this hiatus. Get the hell off social media. 110%. We just miss you. That's all. Just like pop in once every couple of weeks. That's all we want. Jesse could even just post like the waging, the waving emoji. And I'd be okay with that. If he just wants to like pop in, post like a hand emoji and then like go away. I'm cool with that. Just a wave of like, I'm cool. I'm good. Hi. Yeah. Yeah. We just miss you guys. That's all. Okay. So we do have a little bit of news. Um, the first bit, it, it's like, you know, kind of seeing, well, okay, never mind. I'm sorry. I had it out of order. Okay. So the cool, awesome news that we love to start with, we love, love, love when these articles come down is that Chicago Fire has upped friend of the pod, Hanako Greensmith, to a series regular for season 10, Party Horn. I mean, we all knew it was going to happen. Derek even said, like, yeah, it's just basically a matter of, like, dotting our I's and crossing our T's. <laughs> but it's so nice to see it confirmed officially. Always. And Always. I mean, I just uh, love Hanako, love Violet so 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 excited for this so perfect yes yes yay <laughs> just yeah it's um it's very very rare that we get good news from deadline so the fact that we have not one but two articles of good news from deadline is like amazing well the hanako news came via tv line but still still never oh, yeah well okay it's hard, you know anytime i see the group chat light up with a link from anywhere i get a little scared I, I so when the deadline when the Chicago Med one came and I was like oh my god and then I was like I could actually like sigh relief I'm like okay thank god yeah because in our group chat when it pops up all you see is like who it's from and then it just says like deadline and then there's like a link and you're like oh shit um, yeah. yeah so the next bit of news we got is also good news from deadline what is life Bryna take it away okay so the headline reads um Apatha Merkerson Oliver Platt, Nick Gelfus, and Brian T. Ink New Deals to continue on NBC series. Whew. Okay. But I did freak out for a second, though, because it did not mention Marlin. But mm-hmm. as we learned in the article, okay, so apparently Apatha, Oliver, Nick, and Brian have now all signed on through the end of season eight. So two more seasons. And Marlin, I guess her deal was a little differently. And so she still has one more deal or one more year on her deal. So she will be back next season as well. Big but, sigh of relief. I mean, phew. Oh, man. Not only do we miss our cast members, we also have a little bit of separation anxiety. So just work with us, you know? Yeah. But at this, at, it makes sense, too, that everybody, you know, two more years, because obviously the shows are already renewed for two more years. Yeah. So that'll put everybody on the same timeline, which I think is nice. Like, you know. Definitely. I think it works that, you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like that. That was great news. We were very relieved to see that. Um, the other bits of news we're seeing, the first filming permits for PD are up. Um, and I don't usually track the filming permits. I usually leave that to everybody else, but the past couple of weeks I've started like playing on the website and it looks like the, the new filming permits are pretty much from like the exact, one of the exact same locations from the finale. It's like the exact same address. So, um, I remember somebody had said that like, Hey, you know, they're going to pick up right where we left off. And I don't think they were kidding. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess kind of on those lines too, Filming in Chicago tweeted this afternoon that apparently according to the information he has, Fire and PD are supposed to start filming on July 20th. 
obviously and that's you know a date that apparently according to him has been floating around for a while he hasn't heard anything about med yet but i would assume med is right behind if not probably also the same day so So mark your calendars you guys any listeners that we have in chicago you have a mission you Mm -hmm. have a mission okay you it's where's waldo okay only it's where's marina and where's squad three (laughs) they're gonna be so like oh yeah i mean but i'll oh well the squad three they probably can't be you know if they're gonna be out doing fires they can't really like shield them but with marina i have a feeling they're gonna do to us with like what they did with jesse in season seven where they hid him from everything yeah they're gonna hide that they're gonna hide that ish yeah but um squad three i think it's a little harder to hide but there's four of them (laughs) yeah yeah but we'll see we'll see you guys just we would do this work if we were in chicago ourselves but like eagle eye y'all just keep that eye out and you know let us know like oh my god marina sighting oh my god taylor kinney sighting just or anybody from squad three sighting at this point because all of their lives um but also i was reading in his replies from where people were asking him questions and whatever and apparently because obviously you know every this past season they were all staggered in terms of how they filmed mm-hmm. like you know uh fire filmed like I think it was Tuesday through Saturday, you know, they were filming on the weekends and they staggered obviously for COVID reasons, but I guess they're going back to Monday through Friday filming. It sounds like. Okay. All right. With obviously maybe the occasional weekend, but I, it, that's what he said. So. Eyes peeled y'all eyes peeled. Eyes peeled. So count counting down until we get those behind the scenes pictures. July 20th. Um, 13 days from now let's do it let's Let's do do it it. I am ready my (laughs) eyes are ready to play like where's Waldo and all these pictures and like zoom in and be like is that so and so is that so and so oh man I hated doing it in season seven but I'll do it again I want those first day of school pictures Mm. like the the zoom table read yes give it to me I just want anything although hopefully it won't be zoom this year I know first day of school like the family photo Mm. first day of school first day of school (laughs) yeah the family photos on the first day is always my favorite yes babies so uh one last bit of news before we move into the episode um the word guys the word we're not elaborating just the word um you're listening to this on friday which means the deadline to submit the word has passed we are now in the voting period we are now in the voting period follow the link and our socials and go vote for the word the word that's all it's all we're saying is we're calling it the word if you don't know what we're talking about you need to go back and listen to our episode with derek from may yep. that's all we're gonna say we are in the voting period the voting period will last one week and then the word will go on so that's the word like yeah yeah um but if you have no clue what we're talking about you need to go listen to our interview with Derek the whole thing and that is all we're gonna say about that exactly yeah that's all we're gonna say about that so we are in the voting period follow the link go vote all right so without further ado I think it's time to move into the episode shall we let's do it um no new patron shout outs this week all good it's cool. If you guys want to support the pod for as little as $2 a month, please head to the link in our socials and check out our Patreon, see which level might be best for you. Uh, we've got the Facebook group, the bonus episodes, the merch store discount, all sorts of cool stuff in there. So check it out. 
we're, we're, we're all slowly becoming like, a, we're becoming a nice little family in the Facebook group now. It's nice. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. And we're hoping to do another happy hour um, maybe next month. I don't know. We haven't talked about it, but we'll definitely do another one. So yeah. yeah. Um, also, before we jump into the episode, it is Friday and today is not, or this is not the only place where you can hear from us today. Um, we hopped over to, we did, we hopped over to um, a brand new podcast called Dispatching the 118. Um, and we were lucky enough to join them for the very first episode of the podcast, which covers the 911 franchise. Mm-hmm. So um, once you're done here, if you're not sick of us, <laughs> then jump on over there. Go check it out. It's dispatching the 118. So, all right. Now I mean it. We can jump in. So, okay. <laughs> Marvel time. I'm so excited. Okay. So, Marvel. Okay. Um, God, I mean, just where, where, where do we start? I okay. Just- I think we have to start with how did we start watching Mar? Like, how did we get into Marvel? Because obviously we both have very different stories. Neither one of us started from like the very beginning. Neither one of us has been comic. So I feel like we need to start with like, how did we get into it? You go first. Cause you were in the franchise first. Yes. Okay. So I have a very weird story. I literally, uh, guys, I didn't know anything about anything Marvel related whatsoever. In 2011, we w- my friends and I went to see Captain America, the first Avenger. We were just looking to go to the movies. I was 16. I didn't know anything about anything. And no, seven, 16. Yeah, I was 16. Um, and I went to the movie, loved it. The end happened of the first Captain America movie. The end happened. And I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. How could it have ended like that? Like what? Like that can't be how it ended. I didn't know anything about end credit scenes. I didn't know anything about the Avengers. I didn't know anything. So I left the movie when it was over. The credits were not over, however, but the movie was over. I left. And then I walked out of the theater and I started Googling because I was like, I can't be the only one that's upset by this. And then I learned. And then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, that's, oh, Okay. And so then I went back and obviously I hadn't watched Iron Man or Thor or anything. And I went back and watched them and I was like, okay. And I was like, this I can get in on. And then just from there, I've been obsessed. But I literally had no idea about anything. I was like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. (laughs) And now, obviously, I love them, but I didn't know anything. Amazing. That's hilarious. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I've I've never been, um, I've never liked those kind of like, universes right where it's like fantasy science fiction like we're in space like just anything that was not in reality I was never really a fan of and then my my I kind of opened my horizons a little bit like as I got older um and you know you would always see the trailers for these movies and stuff so I think I saw the first Avengers movie with a friend just on whim back in 2013 and was like this seems fun why not and I was like yeah that's a good movie never touch the universe again I was like whatever uh and then it was last year during quarantine where I I kind of treated it just like I would any other tv show that I was binging that I was like I need a new universe to dive into um and I found Marvel and so I started with like I had like a chronological list or something but I figured that I could bounce around not realizing I had to go in sequence so like I started off with like the two guardians movies and I was like okay well I know who Thanos is like got it um 
And then I like bounced back and I was like, okay, let me start with Iron Man. And then I started making my way through chronologically. And I knew about the credit scenes. Um, and as it went on, the more I was like, this is amazing. This is pretty fucking cool. I'm loving this. And then, you know, got to Infinity War and Endgame. And I was like, my heart is broken. Um, this is great. More please. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But yet you had been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because that was before this, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I had been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. A uh, friend of the pod, Melanie, uh, we made a deal a couple years ago where uh, we would trade shows. So she would watch PD, I would watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I loved Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I didn't finish it, but I loved it. Um, yeah, so um, I saw there was something, some tweet the other day, like reminiscing on like, you know, old episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or something. And they were talking about how like, you know, after the Winter Soldier, everything changes. And I was like, I don't even remember that. Like, yeah, yeah. that was kind of where I stopped after Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because it kind of ruined it. I didn't like the turn. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, I don't like this. And so I stopped Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. But I was like, yeah, it, it did. It changed yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, so um I did like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Um, I just never really understood like the sequence of the universe and like who tied into who. I never understood it until I started binging the movies. Um, well, yeah. Everything was just kind of sense. out there. I was yeah. like, I don't know who the hell Agent Carter is. All I know, she's making these weird dub, st- like, dub smash videos. I don't know. Like just kind of everything was out there. But now I'm in and we're at the point of no return because I love it. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. much. Okay. So that segues into another question, which is why do we love Marvel so much? I think you kind of touched on it before. I'm very much a person, and you know this about me, and I think it's part of the reason why I love, obviously, the One Chicago franchise so much, is I like universes. I like things that build upon another. It doesn't always have to be that you have to watch the first thing in order to enjoy what comes after, but I like things where characters from other things pop up in that thing, and it's the same way with books. Like, I like books that all kind of share the same universe, too. Mm-hmm. TV shows, I mean, I just, I like that, because to me, it, especially in something like this with Marvel, it allows me to fully buy in a little bit more, because mm-hmm. like you said, I'm not someone who gravitates typically towards science fiction and all that stuff. I mean, maybe here and there, depending on what it is, but like not in general. But for me, this is a really a, the universe and the fact that everything kind of leads into another and you have had to watch Iron Man in order to understand the next thing or whatever, blah, 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 is that it's allowed me to buy into this world that on a lot of levels is completely ridiculous (laughs) but it's made it more grounded and realistic because everything ties in and obviously it makes sense that this would affect this and that and this it just it it works and that's why I love it so much I think it's it's kind of twofold for me it's not even so much about the tie-ins with like you know everything's kind of related for me it's that the the characters are I, they the characters have such complex backstories that they're relatable even though they're superheroes mm-hmm. um you know there there's real there's real issues there there's real trauma real you know there's there's real issues there that that make you root for them and it's easy to get behind these characters that and they're just so well acted these actors who play these characters are just like so into it that you know you can't help but get wrapped up in it all yeah and it's kind of crazy to think i mean not only about not only the careers that these franchise has launched for so many actors but the fact that so many of like the top actors of the top actors like want to be a part of marvel and i think that says a lot big time big time everybody wants in the mcu now Mm -hmm. i mean job stability i'll say well yeah that too (laughs) but 
Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for me, it's the characters. Like, you just, you can't help but, you know, like, Loki, they're, you know, in the void right now. They're in some random area where there's, like, 59,000 versions of him. And, you know, instead of paying attention to that and being like, wow, he's stuck with, like, a bajillion versions of himself. That's ridiculous. I'm like, no, kill Goliath, kill the dog. Like, well, and that's, I mean, kind of going off of that, too. It's, like, the fact that there's an alligator variant and you're like this is so stupid an alligator's wearing a loki helmet what the fuck is going on but like i'm like no like i'm like when he like bit the arm off of the other loki i was like yeah i was like yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and exactly. but i'm like this is so like when you think about it you're like this is so stupid but it's not it's, it's not. not it's yeah. not it's not <laughs> so funny so um do you have a favorite avenger and why i think I mean, Captain America by far is mm-hmm. my favorite Avenger. And I think it's just because that was the first thing I saw, um, the first movie. And so I think he'll just always hold a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah, it's definitely Captain America, hands down, like by far. I I love everybody. I'll just preface it with that. They're all well, my yeah, babies. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. The, the, it's the same way with the shows. They are all my babies. I love them very, very much. But uh, I love Iron Man. I think he's my favorite. I know. That's like, we're like on opposite sides of that. But yeah. Were you Team Cap in Civil War? Yeah. Oh, Bryna. No, I'm Team Tony all the way. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm i a Captain America girl. Yeah. I, I, I think I'm an Iron Man girl. I don't know. There's There's something about Tony and it's not even swagger with him. It's just like, there's just something about Tony that's very calming. And his relationship with Pepper just kills me. Oh my God. Like, you want to talk Marvel ships, Tony and Pepper, for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about him. I don't know. So, um, <laughs> do you have a favorite movie of the franchise? Oh, man. That's so hard. Um, I love, love, love. I, I like, I mean, a lot of them are great there are some not so good ones that i could definitely pick out a least favorite movie of mine Mm -hmm. but i have to say i really like civil war i also really like winter soldier i think those are probably and also infinity war obviously and ragnarok and and black panther i guess there's so many good ones yeah infinity war is such a heartbreaker though okay infinity war is not a heartbreaker endgame is the heartbreaker the end of infinity war is a heartbreaker yeah but you knew for the most i mean i guess there's the vision scene but like you knew for the most part that everyone else was gonna you know they were gonna get everyone back that so was the other thing too is going in the end game when they did the whole promotion with like the black and white posters for like everybody who'd been blipped i didn't understand yeah. what the hell was going on i'm like texting friends i'm like did they die and there was that end game was about a ship i did i did that's right <laughs> I told this story on the podcast recently, but you thought Endgame was about a fucking ship. Yeah, because they were using the word Endgame. And, you know, I don't usually, Endgame was not part of my vocabulary in a, like on a regular basis before Marvel. Anytime I talked about something being Endgame, I was like, oh, that ship is Endgame. You know, I was like mostly joking about that, right? No, you weren't. I half was. Half was. Half was. Half was, but... uh god yeah just um i have three favorites and they're along the same lines as you so um and i can't i can't pick an order for them like i just love all three they're just my favorite yeah. um civil war uh Fal- Falcon and the winter soldier just winter soldier. just the movie winter soldier um and black panther yeah i also i love ragnarok um ragnarok is really great mm-hmm. um yeah 
there's just there's a lot of good ones it's hard to pick yeah yeah but i can pick my least favorite easily um thor um thor the dark world um yeah i could uh i could play that game too so i was gonna say ultron ultron is my like i don't i don't like ultron i hate it it's i just every time i try to rewatch it i didn't i never liked it from the beginning Mm -hmm. like the first time i saw it i was like that was fine um but I didn't compare no it didn't compare at all to the first Avengers for me mm-hmm. and every now, time I try to rewatch it now I get like an hour in and then I like I'm lost and I just I don't I I don't like it <laughs> I don't like it but I try so hard yeah. and especially I tried before I was trying to rewatch all the like pertinent Wanda and Vision ones before mm-hmm. Wanda and Visions so obviously you have to watch Ultron mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it. I got like an hour in and I was like, I can't do this. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I love it. So um, this is going to be a fun one. Okay. So uh, we put out the call on Twitter for our favorite one Chicago characters as Avengers. Because you guys know, we're always saying Kelly Severide's an Avenger. Like he's not like a specific Avenger. He's his own Avenger. But if you've got to like compare your characters and figure out like which Avenger they're like closest to, I mean, this is kind of a fun game to play. Okay, so the overwhelming consensus, we got this from multiple listeners and I badly Photoshopped it on Instagram is that Captain Casey is Captain America. Hell yes. Captain Casey, Steve Rogers. Obviously. Yeah, I can see it. Like all American boy, leader. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I mean, even, I mean, not that this is a reason why to pick him, but like even down to the looks, mm-hmm. like they just, yeah, everything about it. Um, I, one listener sent us a tweet that had me like laughing hysterically. And it was, um, a, it was a screen grab from some episode where you could see Casey's butt. And then it was like, oh, America's ass. I was like, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that was good. Yeah. So that was the overwhelming consensus. Um, one of our listeners, Lauren, she said that Bowden is Nick Fury. That makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, Bowden's the battalion chief, so he like really oversees everything. And that tracks to you know what? I've just got another thing. Kylie would obviously be Coulson because Coulson is the fanboy, and obviously Kylie wants to be a firefighter. So mm-hmm. Kylie would obviously be Coulson. There it goes. It works. Oh, that's so good. It works. There we go. I love it. I love it. Take us to the next one. Okay. Obviously, Simone said Severide is Tony. That tracks too. Um, you have an argument there for Cruz as Tony because Tony makes weapons and machines and Cruz made the slam again okay in that one instance yes but Tony as like the other leader of the Avengers obviously Severide is the other leader of squad just even the friendship between Tony and Cap versus Severide and Casey. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, yeah. like, I think I think that kind of makes a lot of sense. I mean, I see what you're saying, mm-hmm. but that's just one aspect of Tony that, like, you would pick out, I say, for Cruz. But I think Severide makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Severide's a pretty perfect Tony. And he's got that calming presence that I am obsessed with. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That does make sense. So um, Abby had a couple. So Abby said, and I I like this one. Abby said that Jay is Hawkeye for the sniper skills. I love it. I think that's super accurate. Especially because I don't know why, but I'm a huge Hawkeye fan. So I'm here for this. Mm -hmm. I love Hawkeye. I love that. And like Hawkeye is very like reserved and serious and, you know, like straight lace. And yeah, Yeah. that's, that's definitely Jay. hundred percent. Yeah. 
she also said that Gallo is Spider-Man, which I would Perfect. not have picked that myself, but it makes a lot of sense now that you say that. So a lot of people were going, like, a lot of people said, like, oh, because they're both, like, young and goofy, which, like, yeah, okay, they are young and goofy. But also, think of how we were introduced to Blake. He was, like, yeah, climbing literal the- Spider-Man. Yeah, Literal yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that so, works, too. That was a good one. And then <laughs> this one this one also made me laugh really hard is <laughs> Ruzik is Star-Lord. <laughs> Yes. I would have, again, never thought of that, but it makes so much sense. Oh my God. So much sense. I love it so much. Uh, there's a couple of others that we got on Instagram that cracked me up. So uh, one person said that Severide is the Winter Soldier. I don't know if I see that. Um, I don't see that one as much. As like another sidekick to Casey, I guess. But I guess, but I think Tony comparison works a lot better mm-hmm. than that in that regard. Yeah. So um, somebody said Gabby as Black Widow. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, Gabby's very, you know, that. yeah. Gabby's a go-getter just like Nat. Now, granted, she's not as covert as Nat, but she knows what she's up to. Um, I know we got another tweet that somebody said that Brett was ca- uh, Carol, Captain Marvel. Uh, I can see that. I can see that. I, I can also I was, see- Go, go ahead. Because no, you, you were about to say Stella, so go ahead. I could also see Stella as Nat. That, like, that, that's the one that clicked the most for me. See, I thought about that too. And I was just about to say, I thought um, the first thing I was like Stella Black Widow, but if I wanted to go a different route and also someone who's just equal as equally badass, Stella as Gamora. Oh, good one. That's good. I think Wanda is hands down Violet. Hands down Violet, yes. Hands down. Just Violet just like wields power everywhere she goes. Yes. Um. Somebody said that Ritter was Falcon as like sidekick to Blake, um, which is or I, yeah. I, guess- I can also see. Um, obviously, it doesn't maybe exactly work, but I could also see Ritter as Shuri. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I think Cap is Ant Man. <laughs> yeah just that's a no-brainer right there i mean cap's the goofball of the bunch yeah um trying to think who else rocket could be tony because tony's kind of you know grumpy and you know always kind of keeping everybody in check rocket's not silent and tony i think in that case rocket or tony's group because all Groot says is I am Groot oh yeah that's true that's true he does get vocal in like the second movie when he's a teenager and he's like I yeah am Groot. but still and then Star-Lord's like language <laughs> um yeah I'm trying to think who else we missed okay so okay the med kids because we didn't really play, touch on the med kids okay Will who is Will who is Will Avenger wise who is Will I know I should have done more thinking about this before we started recording <laughs> I would peg Will for Star-Lord, too, because he's kind of a mess. Um, eh. He's not the Hulk. Oh. Uh, Dr. Charles is definitely Dr. Strange. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not even just the fact that they're both doctors, but mm-hmm. still. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean... Ethan would be another one who I would say is just like Hawkeye. Yeah, I guess I could see that one. But 
Hmm. I'm trying to think of who else is in my like Avengers Funko cabinet. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Will I would say is another Star Lord. I don't know. I think the Rusik one works a lot better for that, but um... yeah. Who's Kevin? I know. I was just thinking, trying to think of that too. Hmm. I mean, Kevin would crush the role of Captain America, so I'm totally fine with making him Cap. I don't think personality-wise, though. I, I just don't think they're the same. I don't know. I could see Ruzik in the suit being like, can you believe they got me in this damn spandex? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Hank is the cat from Captain Marvel. 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 <laughs> I've hardly been drinking. I said marble. Bleh. Marble. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a little tougher than I thought it would be. Yeah. But love it. I love it. So uh yeah, so we have the list of movies here, and I mean we're pretty much just gonna like run down them. I don't really think we have like a ton to say about every single movie. Um, I think it's going to be more so in like the TV section where we break it down. But uh, yeah, I mean, the very first movie we went in re uh, release order. So um, Iron Man came out in 2008. Love it. Yeah, that's a, it. I, I, it's been a long time. I need to go back and rewatch the first Iron Man. It's been a long time since I've seen any of the Iron Mans, but obviously the first is by far the best. It, yeah, it, it's really good. Um, and and knowing where Robert Downey Jr. was at in his life, yeah. like Disney took a Disney whoever owned Avengers first, um, they took a big risk in hiring Robert Downey Jr. And he just yeah. he's Iron Man. He's hundred yeah. percent Iron Man. Yeah, it's hard to think about anybody else as Iron Man. Uh, yeah, I will it, never yeah. see anybody else as Iron Man at all. Yeah. So perfect. Um, Incredible Hulk was the second one. I haven't seen this one because it's not on Disney Plus. It's also not Mark Ruffalo and it's not, I mean, it's not part, it's like the forgotten child. I mean, that nobody talks about it because it's not anything about, it has nothing to do with anything. It's Ed Norton, which Ed Norton will forever be the bad guy in the Italian job to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about The Incredible, it's not like the worst movie I've ever seen, but like you don't need to watch it because it literally has nothing to do with anything that they've done since. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of weird to think that, I mean, they kind of knew, they knew what they were going for. So I don't know why it doesn't have anything to do with anything, but mm -hmm. it, yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. Um, next up was Iron Man 2 in 2010. Yeah. Also a good movie. Was this the one at like the, the, the car racing course? And then like. Well, was, this is where Black Widow's introduced. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, two and, and three kind of. They mesh together. Is that what you yeah, two and three kind of blur together for me. It's like the two scenes that like stick out. They're at some like car race and then like whatever happens to Pepper at the end happens and she like has superpowers and she doesn't want Tony to touch her. They It all blurs together for me, two and three. But well, and honestly, great. two is not only like said when Black Widow comes in, but it's also like Terrence Howard was uh, uh, War Machine in the first one. And oh, then yeah. this is the first time um, Don Cheadle is introduced. So like a lot of things kind of shifted between one and two. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Terrence Howard being roadie. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then we come into one of my least favorites, Thor. I, Thor, looking back on it, it's not necessarily a great movie, but I still like parts of it. I don't, I don't know. 
I don't like it. I just, I don't. I, I was like painfully bored in this movie. Just, I like, like Thor more than I like Dark World Thor. I hated both of those movies. Oh, see, I, I don't, I didn't mind Thor. The Thor, the, the majority of my binge through the MCU, Thor was my least favorite Avenger. I think he actually might still be my least favorite Avenger. Um, really? Interesting. He's, he's very whiny. He's whiny. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I can't see that. I don't know. But it's not, I don't, I don't hate this one. Oh man, we might need Haley to do like a Thor defense squad shirt. <laughs> um i might be in the, the the heavy minority here i hated this movie i did and you know what though i i don't really like natalie portman and i feel like they had no chemistry is that a hot take well you better buckle up i know i know because she's gonna be female thor in love and thunder yeah i was gonna say you better buckle up i just i'm not a fan i'm not a fan uh, see and that's one of the reasons i like it i don't know i like natalie portman and i didn't mind their chemistry that's like kind of one of the only reasons i really like that movie it it did not it did not sit well with me maybe i need to watch it again i don't know i uh, mean i feel like if you watched it the first like it's not gonna change you know it's not mm-hmm. like said it's not my favorite movie of all i mean by far yeah but i don't mind that one yeah yeah so um then we get into captain america this is when america's ass shows up on the scene oh, i i love, I love this, movie. this movie yeah the first it's Avenger. A great movie it is like a great said, movie i like this movie and then until i didn't know that obviously it was a whole universe and then the ending happened and i was like this is a terrible movie but no i actually really like this movie this movie does a fantastic job of telling just a full-on complete origin story with a very clear beginning middle and end right yeah so i love it and you know what else they did too you find out a bunch of random shit on tiktok but you know how like steve rogers is just kind of like a puny little tiny thing in the very like first part of the movie yeah yeah. yeah, so they, they used a different actor for his body and then they like superimposed mm-hmm. Chris Evans' head on it. But like, that has got to be so hard from an acting perspective. Yeah. Um, also, we get introduced to Peggy Carter and she's just such a fucking badass and I adore her. Uh, yeah, I love that. That is Burgess, 100%. Yes, yes. Oh, absolutely. 100%. I love that. Peggy Carter is a badass. So is Kim Burgess. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. yes. I would high five you if we were together right now. That's a good one. Boom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Peggy. And see, I guess I have a hot take on all the ships too, because like, I love Steve and Peggy. Is that a hot take? I mean, I guess because so much of the shipping, I think comes from a non-canon perspective, mm-hmm. but I love Steve and Peggy so much. So I'm yeah, I, I absolutely love them. And I, I, just, I have stuff I want to say about Endgame and Loki, but I'm like holding on to it. So uh, I love that movie. And like Chris Evans is far more than just an insanely, insanely good looking man. He is a very, very good actor. Oh, he can, and he can do everything too. Yeah. Like he can do like kind of thrillery stuff. He can do rom-coms. He can do action movies. He can do everything. He's he can do really... the cry stuff that makes you cry. Yeah. He's a really, Have really you ever seen Gifted? Good actor. No, I haven't oh it's so good have you ever seen um oh shit what is that rom-com he's in with anna ferris i don't know didn't he date her for a little while maybe i think so why can i not think of it i have this movie i oh what's your number i know i've never seen that also highly recommend especially if you like chris evans both are i'm starting to work my way through the the libraries of these other like the marvel men um 
I mean, but now that I've seen Chris Evans play a dad once, like it, it, it hurts the heart. It pulls on the heartstrings in a big way. And I, I don't know if I'm ready for gifting because it's also uh, McKenna Grace is in that. And she's so she's, talented. She's a fucking, I mean, she's also in Marvel. So we, I feel like we talk about her for a hot second, but um, yeah, she's amazing. And I, gifted made me, just made me cry. That's so McKenna cool. Grace is only 15. I know she's fucking, she's, she's had like the career of someone incredible. who's been in Hollywood for 50 years yeah oh yeah she's amazing she's unbelievable yeah um and then i think jenny slate is in that too because i think chris evans jenny slate dated for a while too yeah that's how they met yeah yeah um i'm slowly but surely working my way through i mean the the one if you tell me like to name a chris evans movie the very first movie i'm gonna name is scott pilgrim versus the world um i don't think i've seen that (gasps) i love scott pilgrim oh my goodness it's a cult favorite but it is just absolutely wonderful like just wonderful the whole every every single thing about the way it's done is just it is a fun movie well you know chris evans was in the fantastic four Mm -hmm. like those movies are yeah like from way back in the day like with jessica alba too right Mm -hmm. yeah and who else was it somebody else that i wasn't expecting and now i'm looking that cast up yeah yeah he was in fantastic four he was in the perfect score with scarlet (laughs) Um, yeah he and scarlet go way 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 back like way back um yeah yeah i love it i love it uh just a, a good movie with such a good origin story just beginning middle and end just so good um peggy my heart peggy (sighs) okay so once we finish the first avenger we get into the very first avengers movie the very first iconic iconic big time iconic i love this movie um and i i haven't seen it in like you know eight nine years but i remember enough about it that i'm like i love this so you didn't do a rewatch of it when you rewatched when you started last year I actually didn't know because I, I remembered I remembered the pertinent points right I knew I was like okay New York the sky opened Iron Man almost died Loki was the villain done yeah but it's so good it is so good it's so so good it's so I good. could rewatch this one like over and over and over again I think I saw it five times in the theaters really yeah like I it's just one of those movies where I think like I saw it with my friends and then like a different group of friends and then my parents and then my friend like I just saw it with like all different people yeah I love this movie I love this movie I love it I love it I love it um yeah I mean it's just it's another good like origin story of like this is the six of us now we're together let's do the thing well Um, yeah like I just that moment at the towards the end where this um I can never think of what they're called when they come down from the sky what is the animal it, thing the scary the it's not the Cree, is it it's not the Cree. no it's not the Cree. it's um whatever it is i can't think of the name off the top of my head sky but, monsters yeah the sky monsters <laughs> and they're all six of them are in the circle on the ground and you know the music plays the iconic music and it just pans and it's just oh chills every time i watch that scene yeah yeah it is so crazy to me that loki was the villain in this movie i know but i mean it's not you know that's how it started you know yeah loki was the villain yeah yeah but i knew we'd still be here now watching the loki tv series but here we are 2012 gina was like yeah f loki he's bad 2021 gina's like leave him alone i know this is the first time i've ever actually really felt that way about loki because i'm not, not i mean i like loki but i've not been like a loki stan mm-hmm. but obviously i've been watching the series and now i'm like oh man 
don't hurt Loki. Don't hurt him. Loki at all costs. And I'll admit, I mean, like, knowing the lineup of this year that we were going to have WandaVision, then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Like, after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I was like, all right, I'm not as pumped for Loki as I've been for the other two, but, like, I'm going to watch it. And then, like, cut to me in, like, the second episode. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, I think Loki's the second best one so far. So WandaVision and then Loki and then Falcon. All of them are so good. What are we getting after Black Widow? Uh, Eternals. Is it Eternals or is it it Shang-Chi? Hold on. I think it's Shang-Chi. Hold on. I got to pull it up. Yeah. Go on to the next one while I pull it up. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. Oh, the Avengers movie is so good. And um, so then we get into Iron Man 3 after the Avengers movie. What I love about this, and you guys all know what I'm going to say. Like, here goes Gina on her high horse. But they they didn't just leave behind what happened in New York. I know they couldn't, but like in, in that Tony was having panic attacks, which I mean, like, I like that they, they followed through with that and didn't just brush it off and be like, they're superheroes. They don't feel emotions when like they actually do. So Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty great. Um, To answer your question. Mm -hmm. So after Black Widow and Loki, because obviously Mm -hmm. they'll end up, you know, they end next week. um, What if, the TV show comes out in August 2021. Then it's Shang-Chi in September. Mm-hmm. Then we get the Eternals in November. We get Spider-Man in December. And also apparently in late 2021, the Hawkeye show is supposed to come out sometime this year. Okay. And Miss Marvel. So we'll see. Ooh. Ooh, we're going to get like three months in a row with Marvel movies. Yeah. yay yay i love it so um the other thing i love about iron man 3 is just i mean all the tony and pepper right there's that there whatever scene there's some like battle at the end and then like pepper really gets like powers or something and then like tony wants to go to her and she's like don't touch me like i'm scared and he's just like super calming and then he's like i handled it you know i took the power out of me and pepper and now we just are gonna like live a normal life i'm like tony and pepper tony and pepper are my ride or die marvel ship like ride or die marvel ship I don't know if I have a ride or die Marvel ship, but I know you love Tony and Pepper. I do love Tony and Pepper. Um, my dog is not named after Pepper. However, um, it works. It works. Yeah. When we were deciding on a name, I was like, I love the name Pepper. So uh, it, it was, it was, it was an influencing factor, but he is not named after her. I just love the name. Oh, they're so cute. Anyway, uh, Brian, take us through the next one. Um. Thor the Dark World is next and it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. (laughs) And I think that's all you need to say. It's not that good. The first couple Thor movies are painful. Like I said, Thor 1 is way better than Thor 2, but Thor 2 is not good. I don't think I even remember anything about the Dark World, just that I hated it. It's not good. Mm -mm. It's not good. good. Um, Yeah, and then we get is what is arguably, I think, a lot of people's favorite Marvel movie of all time, we get Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which is just, it's like, honestly, almost a perfect movie. It is. I mean, it's excellent. The introduction of Sam. The introduction of Bucky. On your left. I mean, even just all the political stuff. I mean, it's just, it's so good. It's so, so good. It just, it's so good. It was on TV on uh, on the 4th of July. And I was like, there's nothing more patriotic than sitting at home and watching <laughs> Captain America. Oh, man. Oh, God, it's so good. It's just, and, and like, 
the line that kills me is at the end of the movie when Buck's like, you're my mission. He's like, then finish it because I'm with you till the end of the line. I'm like, oh, I can't take it. Yeah, that whole scene at the end is just... And then like Bucky could have let him drown, but he didn't because Bucky's still good. And oh my God. And then when he wakes up and he just like, doesn't even look at Sam, he just says on your left and Sam just looks at him and smiles like I die. Just, oh, yeah. perfect. And this is the introduction of Sharon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. For a brief, like little second. Brief little second, yeah. So um, Hydra kind of infiltrates shield don't they or like hydra infiltrates avengers compound yeah that's where and this is where the tie-in to uh ages of shield yeah ages of shield happens and this is why i like that's honestly kind of why they were like building it up for a while and they're like oh like because obviously i was watching agents of shield and they're like you kind of need to watch agents of shield to watch you know Mm -hmm. this and that and then like agents of shield went veered far off left and then Grant became Hydra and I was like I can't do this anymore I didn't like I, I didn't like that and then I was done I liked Asian. Grant too and then like they they just like took him so off the deep end yeah once Grant became Hydra I was like I can't do that anymore I'm done I'm not watching this shit again <laughs> I'm done it got even weirder with him after that he came back in another capacity and it was just fucking weird yeah I know I heard but yeah 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 no oh Winter Soldier's so good so good um and then we go on to Guardians of the Galaxy. So now we're up to 2014. And I tried to watch this movie just like alone by itself without even having like dipped into the universe. And like the very first scene is Peter Quill on like this random ass planet, just like bopping to music. And like, he's on this planet that's like purple and pink. And like, so the first time I watched this, I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is this? Um, and then yeah, you picked I- a weird one to start with. I really did. I really did. Um, and then the second time I stuck it out and by the end of it, at, at first I was like, I finished the movie and I was like, what did I just watch? I was like, this binge is not going to work. That was really weird. And then the next day, all I could think about was like, I'm going to go home and watch the second one. So I was like, what, what sorcery has Marvel worked on my mind? What is happening right now? Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is weird. It, it's just, it's its own. It's weird. But I really, I didn't, the first one was fine. I really liked the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it's one where you've really got to know the characters before you can fully appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Quill and Gamora, do you ship it? Do you not ship it? I'm kind of indifferent. Like, I don't not ship it, but I don't, like, I'm not like, oh my god. Yes. Yeah, I was kind of just like, the, the first time I saw the first movie, I was like, do they have to? Like, and then the second one, I was like, whatever. Like, well, and then, like, by the end, obviously, with the whole Endgame Infinity War stuff, and, like, when he realizes that, like, she's gone, and she sacrificed, and he's, like, so upset. I was upset, because I was, like, I felt for him, but I wasn't, like, oh, my God. I, I'm not, like, oh, my God, yes, they, I shipped them so hard, but. Yeah, yeah. It is funny, though, once you know the characters a little better, like, they, there's the scene at the end when, like, I don't even remember who they're fighting, but Quill starts, like, dancing out of, like, nowhere, and it is kind of funny. And the um, music is amazing. The music is amazing. Yes, yes. I definitely prefer baby Groot to adult Groot. I will say that. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, they, the second one is a lot more fun than the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So then we move into one of Brian's favorites. Sarcasm. Um, Age of Ultron. I didn't hate this. I really don't like it. We get the intro. We finally meet Wanda. We meet Pietro. We meet Vision. 
when it's funny because i hated this movie and i still really don't like this movie i really didn't care that much about the whole i guess i felt something when obviously when vision died in mm-hmm. in you know in infinity war but i like didn't it didn't tug at my heartstrings and i was actually not really totally looking forward to wandavision only <gasps> because i didn't care about them oh my gosh much. And then WandaVision happened, and I was like, oh, no, but I love WandaVision. (laughs) Yeah, they grew up like Ultron, but I love Wanda and Vision, and I loved WandaVision, but... Yeah, Wanda and Viz grew on me for sure. Like I, I felt the same way. I was like, "This is weird." Like I, I'm supposed to like Vision, but like he was always so good to Wanda, and it wasn't until Infinity War that like Infinity War had to simmer for me for a little bit. Like I, I had to get over the initial shock, and then I really started thinking about like what happened, and then I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Wanda, Mercy killed Vision." only for Thanos to rewind time and kill him all over again just to torment Wanda. I was like, that is so fucking wrong. It's so wrong because Vision is so gentle and he's just like, sweet, why would you ever hurt him? Yeah. It didn't sit well with me. um, But no, WandaVision totally changed my outlook on Wanda and Vision, so. Yeah. And now I love them. Yeah, I I, I just don't hate this one. I just don't... um, I think they're a little hard on Tony, but also like not, it makes sense that they're, you know, they're like, you created this monster, you idiot. Um, But I like the intro to Wanda. My heart breaks for her when Pietro dies and how she just senses it and like just bursts out energy. I also love Hawkeye's family in this and when they all just show up there and they're like, what the fuck? Like, where are we? And he's like, yeah, uh, by the way, uh, I have this life and everyone's like, wait, huh? Like what? Yeah. And then, but like, obviously Natasha knows and his kids call her Auntie Nat. And I just, I love it so much. I love that when she talks to the wife and she's like, how's little Natasha? And he's, she's like Nathaniel and she just goes, traitor. (laughs) I love it. Precious. And then like, you've got Thor who like, doesn't know what to do with kids. He's like, ah, small humans. Yeah. Yeah. There, there There are good parts of that movie. It's not that bad. That's like the only thing I like. Again, I get it through the first hour and then I don't do watch anything else. It's like it's it's an okay movie. So um the first Ant-Man is next up. And I wasn't thrilled about this going in. It did end up being funny, but I was just kind of like, all right. Yeah, I didn't really have like anything going into it, but I actually really like the Ant-Man movies. <laughs> Sorry. Uh yeah, they're 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 fun. I wasn't like thrilled to get into it, but I was like, all right, like. I think Paul Rudd is the perfect person to play Scott Lang. Oh my God. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Also, um, his daughter is just my favorite. I love, uh, she's the best. And I love how much he loves her. Like he, yeah. he calls, he calls her peanut, which is like the yeah. cutest thing in the world. I do. I, I love, love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. Um, yeah. So the, the Ant-Man was just kind of in me like to the point that when I got to Ant-Man and the Wasp, I was like, can I skip this? And all no. my friends were like, no. You cannot skip Ant-Man and the Wasp. It is crucial. Yeah, yeah so. Crucial. But Ant-Man's fun. Now that we have him, it's cool with me. So I like him. Oh, then we get into the really good one. Oh, Captain America Civil War. Okay. It's so good. This movie's so good. This is like a bonus Avengers movie. Like, I don't consider this a Captain America movie. This is like a bonus yeah, Avengers movie. Yeah, it's definitely, me. it's definitely like a bonus Avengers movie. Oh my goodness. Um, We meet Peter Parker super adorable precious peter parker we do we do we do oh my goodness i don't eat i 
Okay, but we do probably have to iron out the fact that I'm Team Cap and you're Team Steve. I'm sorry, but Steve is an asshole in this movie. You just said I'm your Team Cap and I'm Team Steve. Well, I do that a lot. <laughs> like when we talk on Chicago. And what I really meant is that I'm Team Iron Man and you're Team Cap. That is correct. Words are hard, okay? Words are hard. I was like, I, I thought I, I, I got you now. But yes. <laughs> I just, Cap was kind of an asshole in this movie. Yeah, but I, he's kind of an asshole, but I, he was definitely still right to me. I think he did it. He was an asshole for the right reasons. Like, I feel like if he had just like explained to Tony, like, hey, this is Bucky. Let me tell you his story. That Iron Man would have been like, no, he wouldn't have. I mean, I like Tony just as much as a lot of people do, but Tony's still always like his way or the wrong or it's wrong. That's my problem with him. That's my problem with him. And I love him and, you know, but a lot of the times he's still like, it's my way or it's wrong. Um, But you could say that Cap kind of took the same mentality in this movie. Kind of, but I still think it's just something, it's a little more egotistical when with Tony. I guess that's fair. And I think it even plays over, obviously, into Infinity War, because, like, they get to the point where they're like, yeah, we need Cap, and Tony's like, no, I'm not calling Cap, and they're like, we need Cap, call Cap, and they're like, he's like, I won't do it, I won't do it, and yeah. Because he still thinks he's right. But like, we'll put it, you know, that ego aside for the sake of the fucking world. (laughs) Um, Did you ever see that tweet that went around, like, probably like a month or two ago, where somebody was like, you know, who is that fictional character that you're defending till the death? Um, I specifically said I was like Will Halstead and Tony Stark. Um, That is so on brand for you. It's not even funny. I am 100% Tony Stark defense squad. Will Halstead, Tony Stark. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Really obnoxious. He's egotistical men, but like, you know, they're good. Uh, well, well, Will's not egotistical. He's just fucking stubborn. Yeah. But I just, ugh. and then like, not only does Cap spend the whole movie being really like stubborn and kind of an asshole. He also at the end is like, just to kind of like be the whipped cream topping or like the, the icing on the cake. My best friend killed your parents and I never told you. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I I don't know, but and then the fight and like he just like the the sh- it's just I don't know. I feel like I'm being really hard on Cap now because you haven't said anything. So I feel like I just like attacked him for no reason. I mean, it's difference of opinions, but like you know, such a good movie though. And that fight scene in Germany. Oh my god, yeah, that's amazing. It's so amazing. And the banter between Cap and Spider-Man is hilarious. Like, where are you from, kid? Queens? Oh, me, Brooklyn. Like, that whole fight scene in the airport is just, like, the best. It's so good. And then don't we get, like, giant Ant-Man? Like, he, he kind of makes himself, like, too big at a certain point. Yeah. Well, and then you have Hawkeye going against Natasha and, mm-hmm. you know, that whole stuff. And I just, yeah. So good. That movie's so good. And I can't believe that they, they did that whole fight sequence in front of a green screen, which, like, 
it just blows my mind. Like, and I, I get that, like, it has to be right. Like they're not going to like rent out an airport hangar and then go like beat the shit out of each other. Right. But like, I couldn't imagine trying to like make that up in my mind in front of like a giant green screen and be like, okay, we're in a fight scene. Like I have to channel that energy and like, think I'm, I'm, I'm at this airport in Germany. I got to kick some ass. I'd be like, I'm in front of a giant screen and it's green. This is weird. This is why they are the actors and we are not. <laughs> I am fascinated by like the whole acting process. Like I'm just, I'm so fascinated by it. Cause it just, so difficult mm-hmm. yeah and tom holland's like 23 and he is just an amazing actor like he's only 23 is he 23 or is he a little older he's a, he he's a fetus in my head. 25 i was close <laughs> there's a difference between 23 and 25 but <laughs> not to me um once once you hit a certain point you're just like oh they're all one age (laughs) um oh man that whole movie is just so it's good though it's good and i mean cap does you know he does show that he's got a limit he's got a heart at the end because he does give tony the phone and he's like okay like we had a big fight but if you ever need me i am here Mm -hmm. so credit where credit is due god that's such a good movie Oh, it's so good. Okay, take us through the next couple ones to shut me up. Okay, then we get Doctor Strange. Great movie. I think it's fine. Like, it's not something that I'm like, oh my god, yes, Doctor Strange. But obviously very important because Doctor Strange is now, like, one of, is probably the most important character in all of Marvel right now with what's going on with Wanda and what we're going to have set up in the rest of this year. I just... And obviously what happened at the end of Endgame. I mean, Doctor Strange is like arguably the most important Marvel character. Literally every Marvel project we're getting this year leads up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I'm so excited. You know what else does it for me though? Benedict Cumberbatch. Again, I mean, he is just incredible. He's such a good actor. Did you ever see him in The Imitation Game? I don't think I've seen him in anything before. I mean, I knew who he was, obviously, but... Yeah, the the imitation game. It's about it's about the man who made the first computer during World War One, one maybe. Uh, but he was also he was also gay, and like during that World War, I mean, just unheard of, like horrible. It is the most heartbreaking yet incredible movie. Um, it's just it's a good movie. I, I don't know, and that that's another one where the story seems kind of crazy, but then like the more you get into it, you're like, all right, I'm in. Okay, mm-hmm. this is cool. Um, yeah, I, I love that. I do love uh, that. But yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm really excited to see how everything ties into, and especially I think too, I'm excited to see how everything ties into Doctor Strange and if it'll really be affected with all of the stuff they had to change for COVID. Because obviously mm-hmm. they had to change a lot of release stuff mm-hmm. because of COVID. Um, so I'll be curious to see if any how that's affected and if leading up to Doctor Strange too, but I'm so excited for Doctor Strange too. Which a lot of it depends on what's going to happen in this last episode of Loki. Like, is the sacred timeline even real? Are there like multiple? I have so many questions. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, But then we get Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which again, really fun movie. Just a good, good, solid movie. Yeah. Good, solid, entertaining movie. Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the first standalone Spider-Man in the MCU. There's obviously been plenty of Spider-Man before this, but um, that's a good one. 
It is good. Uh, Tom Holland's just adorable. Yeah, he's I mean, just, he makes the movie. He is the perfect Spider-Man. Like, I can't, really I, I mean, now granted, I, you know, back in like the early 2000s, I did see Toby play Spider-Man and like, he did a great job. Like, those movies are just straight up excellent movies. Um, but like, I just can't, I, I never saw the Andrew Garfield movies, but I can't, just can't picture it. Like, it I can't fine. picture him as Spider-Man. I think I saw one of them. It was fine. Andrew Garfield's just like, he's got a rep for like not being very nice. And so that kind of taints it a little bit for me. I'm just like, um, Peter Parker's not a dick. He's like, I mean, Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And then like the, the bonus Iron Man is always perfect. And this is where we get our first sneak peek of like Iron Dad. Yeah. But, um, it's good. Oh, oh, and then at the end when Pepper, uh, uh, Tony proposes to Pepper. Oh yeah, that is in this movie. Sweet babies. Oh man. You know. Um, and then we get Thor Ragnarok, which is amazing. Quality. Quality. I mean, start to finish, it is an amazing. And I didn't think I was gonna like it that much, but I love this movie. Yeah, this it's is just, a good one. It's so fun. It's funny. I love that they throw Mark Ruffalo in there too. Hulk shows up. I just I think it's so good. He's a friend from work. <laughs> It's so um, also, you know what else kills me is that at the end of Ultron, I think um, Hulk just kind of like banishes himself, right? He just kind of is like he pieces out, he disappears. Nobody knows where he, he went. Well, we find out in this movie he like banished himself to Sakar because like he felt like he couldn't. He felt like he didn't deserve to be like on Earth with everybody, which is heartbreaking. Um, but such a this this is a really really in, um, entertaining movie. Oh, and this is where we meet Korg. It's so good. Yeah. It's good. And Loki and oh and uh Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, we're the Revengers. Yep, that's where this one's fun. Ragnarok is fun. It's really fun. And, until Asgard disappears. Yeah, that yeah. Um, we also then got the next one is Black Panther, which is just amazing. Incredible movie. Yeah. It's just so incredible. different from all the other ones too, and then mm-hmm. Just, I mean, it's just such a different movie, but it's so good. It's so mm-hmm. well done. Yeah, just uh, and that is like the cream of the crop when it comes to actors in that movie. I mean, obviously you have the late Chadwick Boseman playing Black Panther, mm-hmm. um, but you have Michael B. Jordan. You have Angela Bassett. I mean, like there are so many people in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lupita Nyong'o, Oscar winner. Yeah. Um, uh, oh my God, who plays the? Like I can literally picture him in my head. Hold on a second. Are you thinking of Lauren? Oh no, you're thinking of um. You know who I'm thinking uh, of, right? You know what? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the who's when, also when, like an amazing. Why can't I not? The British on. guy from uh, the Hitchhiker's on. Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, there's also Daniel Kalu. Uh, I can never say the last name. Oh, Daniel Kalu is in it. Yeah. Also an Oscar winner. Yeah. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Duh. Hmm. Yeah. Dull. I thought you were thinking of the other guy, the one from S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, no. I was thinking about Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. That that whole movie is just, every bit of it is just perfect. The story is amazing. The action is amazing. The acting, amazing. It's so good. Like, oh, my God. It's so good. That movie's incredible. The soundtrack was really good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. That whole movie is just, like, perfect. That is just a perfect all-around movie, start to finish. Just perfect yeah yeah i just remember seeing that and being like oh my god this was amazing yeah it's excellent 
Um, I'm glad that they have, it looks like what they're going to do in the next one is that they're going to have Shuri take over as Black Panther, which I think is like the absolute perfect, most appropriate thing they could do. I thought they said they weren't going to do Black Panther. Like they weren't going to have someone be like someone strictly like replaced Black Panther. I don't know, but I don't know. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, but. that that breaks my heart. I saw, I literally, I saw that movie. Like oh, two I'm weeks thinking about it's Chad not being recast. Died. Never mind. I'm thinking it's not being recast. Oh. So, yeah, yeah, I saw that movie like two weeks before Chadwick's death, and I was just like, oh, gutted. Yeah. Um. Okay. Then we get obviously the big ones, which are in we get Infinity War, which was 2018, and that was amazing. You know what kills me about this is that we lose Loki and then Idris Elba's character in like the first two minutes. Yeah, but obviously now we know Loki's not really gone. But no. well, that version of Loki, I guess, is gone. Yeah. But I just, I will never forget. That's one of those like for Infinity War and Endgame both. Like those are both theater experiences that I'll never forget. Man. Um, I saw them on my couch, but Infinity War like broke me. Like just, I oh thought Infinity God. War was amazing. See, it didn't break me because I didn't. You know, I mean, obviously the Vision scene is you know heartbreaking, but in Endgame broke me. And I, I, I thought I knew what was coming in Infinity War, and then I didn't because like the snap happened, and I was like, okay. And then, like, Bucky's just like, oh, Cap, and he, like, disintegrates, and, you know, Sam disintegrates, and then, of course, we get that scene with Iron Dad, and he's like, I don't want to go, and I'm like, (sighs) brutal. But it is, honestly, though, it's so well done, like, Mm -hmm. the crossover stuff, and, like, how you have Thor with the Guardians, and, you know, um, it's just it works so well and then my favorite one of my favorite scenes is when they all meet up or when it's like cap and natasha and sam and they're trying to figure they end up going to wakanda and they just like show up in wakanda and it's just oh that's like i love like yeah like it's yeah. Just so good so good uh but infinity war is just a heartbreaker to me i just oh but the vision scene really killed me. I mean, I don't, the whole, I don't want to go thing. That was like the first thing that like broke my heart. And then like thinking more about it, I was like vision. Yeah. It's just so sweet and gentle. All right. Oh man. Then we get Ant-Man and the Wasp, um, which was a fun one. It's a good one. I, but I mean, it's obviously important for the end. Like that is like, yeah. the most important part, but. It's, it's the credit scene. That's really the most important. Yeah. But you have to yeah. watch the movie to understand the credit scene. So yeah. 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 So so technically Scott didn't get blipped. He was just like stuck, stuck. in like the subatomic whatever. And Hope and Janet and Hank blipped. They blipped. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Then we get Captain Marvel. This one was fine. It's fine. It was, yeah. It's fine. It, it's fine. Good intro. Like, okay. It's cool. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Um, end game. <laughs> this is like tear my heart out. It's three hours, but it's so worth every single hour, minute. I cried so much. So much. Oh my God. Yeah, no. And every every moment of end game is just like killer. I'm really curious to see, because obviously for me, one of the most important part or the saddest parts of this is natasha's death Mm -hmm. 
and just the way that whole thing plays out. But obviously now that we're getting Black Widow, um, I'm curious, and obviously Black Widow is like prequel, but I'm curious still to see like how that ties in. And obviously now she's gone, but the prequel, I don't, I'm, I'm just curious to see how Black Widow like plays out now. Yeah. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Yeah, no, definitely Natasha's death was just heartbreaking. The fact that they'd all been flipped for five years, like at first I was just kind of like, all right, five years. And then I thought about it and I was like, oh my God. Like that's a long time. That's a long time. Like these, you know, the in, in their minds, you know, like in Cap's mind, Sam and Bucky are gone. Like mm-hmm. gone, gone. Um, and that is just killer. And then like, oh, and then you see that obviously Tony, Tony and Pepper had Morgan. And so basically they they basically came out like unscathed minus peter but that was the other thing that killed me too is that like tony and pepper had like this great life even though everybody had been blipped but like tony kind of knew that it, it couldn't stay that way like he had to sacrifice himself to make life better for everybody else when especially he knew that dr strange only saw the one outcome mm-hmm. where they you know where they were victorious and and it's not even as much like obviously that scene when he like sacrifices himself like that gets me but honestly what gets me even more is the funeral scene oh my god i lost my shit because like, like you just... see the flower whatever they put in the with the um reactor arc reactor in you know and they put it in the lake and it goes away but then they show everybody at the funeral and i just like oh then i'm like oh no because obviously you hope you're like it's not real it's not real it's not real he's gonna come back and then the funeral scene happens and i was like buddy he's not coming back i know i know there was a thing on tiktok a while back somebody was like literally anybody could have snapped except for tony and lived like honestly though my whole thing is like, yeah, I was super sad. But when I was watching it, I was because I really thought it was going to be Steve. I really thought it was going to be Steve. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't Steve. And so part of me was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> but because I would have been even a more of a hot mess than I already was if mm-hmm. it had been Steve. Oh, that whole movie is just and that battle scene at the end. Oh, my God. It's, it's incredible. So but the other thing too is like I'm I don't fully understand the gauntlet and like why when Steve's or when when Iron Man snapped and it, no well wait hold on Iron Man didn't snap everybody was back before Iron Man snapped so wait now I'm confused huh? I'm I'm confused well, I don't even know now. what you're trying to ask well what I'm trying to ask is like how does I mean like who controls who's brought back by the snap although granted I think this I think Tony snapping just reversed Thanos's snap. But like, I how, think you're trying to get way too into the like science. I I don't know how to it, explain the science. So did the gauntlet just like blip half the population at random, or was it like did it like target specific people? That's my question. Wait, say that again. Okay, so like when Thanos had the gauntlet and he snapped, okay, did it just take half the population randomly and be like bye, or did it be like you 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 oh, you? Oh, I you. think it was random. I think it was just half. So then Tony snapping reversed it all and brought the whole half back. Yes. Got it. Got it. I gotcha. I was I didn't know what you were. And all didn't it also kill Thanos? Wait, say that again. When Tony snapped, didn't it also kill Thanos? That was like kind of the undo yeah, that was the undoing of everything he just did. 
this is why I don't do comics is because I hardly ever understand. Um, well, in the comics are obviously it's a very different than because um, there's different storylines in comics and all that stuff. But yeah, but that whole movie just destroyed me. And then like Tony's funeral, like ugly crying, snot, like everything. And then I pulled myself together just in time for uh, Sam, not Sam, uh, Steve to go back in time and get his happy ending with uh, Peggy. Oh man. Lost it all over again. Lost it all over again. All over again. I liked them. I just, I did. I mean, I don't know. Everybody's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like that's stupid. But I'm like, he went back in time to get his dance. He wanted to live his life. He he lived his entire life in like in service to the country. Well, he left, lived half his life in the water. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine with me. I do want to know more about Peggy uh, getting apprehended by the TVA. Yeah. And Peggy why was just... it Peggy and not Steve? Because Steve. I will always be bitter. Well, hold on. I'll get there in a second when we get to TV shows. I'll ask you what I want to ask you. Okay. Let's just finish. And obviously, after Endgame, you get Spider-Man Far From Home, which was fine. Seen it. Gina! I haven't seen it. I'm Jake still Gyllenhaal not ready. Said it? You haven't seen Jake Gyllenhaal? I, I'm still not ready for the post-Tony's death feels. And I know there's a lot in it where Peter's like, I just miss him. And I'm not yeah. ready. Yeah. It's fine. I, it's fine. I have not seen Hall. I know he's in the universe, but I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, his care. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, well, you, I gotta ask. I'll have to wait to ask you to, or after you've seen this movie. Okay. I was gonna ask you about another ship, but I can't ask you because you haven't seen this movie. Okay. Okay. And that brings us into Black Widow, which neither one of us has seen yet because we're in the past. You're listening to this Friday and it is Wednesday where we are. I have now, yeah, I I can't wait. I will have seen it by this time tomorrow, and I'm so excited. I know, I know, so. so oh, my God. The MCU is just a gift. We don't deserve it. I'm so excited for Black Widow, so but yeah. It's so good. So then we want to touch on the TV shows, and I mean, again, we won't, like, deep dive into these as much as we did the movies, but, like, well, maybe we will. I don't know. Um, but... I mean, these are just also incredible. I mean, this, this universe is incredible in that we've got movies and TV shows and just like the acting is top notch and just like the storytelling is top notch. Uh, and I love the TV shows because I feel like they've been able to, to highlight the storytelling even more and show how deep and complex these stories are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, did you ever watch Agent Carter? I loved Agent Carter so much. Okay. So I never actually got to check it out. I just, I just wasn't interested at the time. I had no idea what it was about, but it was about Peggy, which like, now that I know that they had a show about Peggy, I'm like, this got canceled. It was so good. I remember being so sad when season two, I need to go back and rewatch it. I haven't rewatched it in a long time. Um, and now it's on Disney plus. So I need to, but um, it's so good. And Chad Michael Murray's in it. It's so good. He is. Yeah. Oh, I've it's been like one I've of the been... main characters. I've been listening to drama queens. I'm like all back up in my uh yeah. my oh, OTH like heels. Drama, drama, drama girls. All it's been good. High. It's so catchy that damn theme song. Yeah, no, and the podcast is really good too. It's but, been good. Um, side, we don't need to talk. We don't need to go into a One Tree Hill thing. Um, That's another episode. But no, Agent Carter was excellent, and I'm still forever bitter that they um canceled it. And. I, I gotta go back and watch it too. But then I'm gonna get all in my feels and be super angry that they canceled it. It's so good. It's so mm-hmm. good. 
but then after Agent Carter was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which, like, this was a good show. Admittedly, I did not finish it, um, but very good show. I got up to the season where, so right after the framework was when they, they, they got transported into space at some point, and I think they were with the Kree, actually. And you know who was in that was Chicago Med's own Dominic Reigns. Yes. Also... Mm-hmm agents the guy one of the main guys from agent carter i know was in the final seasons of agents of shield which is also why part of me i i I just need to go back and rewatch but i don't have time (laughs) um the other my my other favorite marvel ship is in agents of shield um and that's that's fitzsimmons they are precious now granted i realize they ended a certain way but like i i I followed them. I think they weren't even married when I was uh, still watching, but I just, I loved like Gemma and Fitz up until like that season. So cute. Do Uh, I want to know how they ended up? I, well, this this is all based on what I've heard. I think going into the last season, Fitz died, but I'm not sure. Uh, And I don't want to know because I loved them where I left off and I kind of want to leave it that way. Okay. Yeah, so- um, and that the interesting thing about that ship too is that I I loved Fitz I hated Gemma but together I adored them. Like I said, I only watched like a season and a half, and then they made Grant go Hydra, and I was like, I can't do this shit. Yeah, yeah. It I got really even hated that twist when he was high. Like that got even weirder. But yeah, I wanted to like him. It was weird, but I don't know. yeah. Um, Melanie was all about Coulson and May. Yeah, I know people really like them too, but yeah, that just again from the little I've seen of it, that seems weird to me. But mm-hmm. yeah, Shield was good, and it got a big full run. It was something like seven or eight seasons. So yeah, good stuff. So then we get into the good stuff from this year, from twenty twenty one. Oh man, Wandavision. So good. that's a perfect show. That theme song is just so catchy. It's per. It's a perfect show. It is everything about it is perfect. Everything. Um, yeah. So just like the attention to detail with each decade, like how every week was a different decade of sitcoms, and then like how you know how she decided to form that world from like watching the sitcoms with her parents. Oh my god! Right. The backstory and the grief and it just. It, yeah. I realized that when Evan Peters came in, like that was a real mind fuck. Um, I didn't fully grasp why. But everybody was really psyched about it. So you didn't grasp why? Well, because everybody was freaking out about it, right? And I was like, okay. Like, and I I messaged my friend Matt and I was like, Matt, like, explain this to me, please. And then he did. And he was like, okay. So, like, he played Quicksilver in like a different movie. And and so I was like, okay. So, this is kind of like when the Arrowverse brought in Lucifer from the Fox show. And he was like, kind of. I was like, all right. I can, I can understand that. Yeah. So setting up for the whole multiverse but oh so good it's just excellent oh uh, yeah when and I just, she yeah. has to you know say bye to the kids and div- at the end i just like i can't do it i can't oh, oh that reminds me i have another one for one chicago characters as avengers are you ready for this okay roman is agatha Who's that messing up everything? Oh. It's been Sean Roman all along. I gotcha. <laughs> that... Oh, man. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, man. And yeah, and then Catherine Hahn is Agatha. Incredible. Yeah. Well, and just Darcy and like the 
Um, it's just everything. It's, it's so good. I do love how they pulled Darcy and Jimmy Woo from like two different movies to bring them together. I did love that. It's so good. I'm telling you, I would buy that Funko Pop of Jimmy Woo doing the card trick. I know. I would buy the Darcy Funko Pop too. I mm-hmm. can't believe. I'm still surprised they didn't make them, but. Right. And Monica too. Oh man. Um, that was great. And I, I want to know, cause like they, they mentioned Captain Marvel at a certain point in the show and Monica's face was like, oh, hell no. So something happened in the period of time between Captain Marvel and like WandaVision that they had some sort of falling out. I'm curious. Um, yeah. So good though. So good. The whole thing just, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we get Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Fantastic. It was good. I, I thought it was going to be, I don't know. I think it definitely would have been better as a first show because obviously it was supposed to be last fall. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to go before WandaVision. I don't know. I don't feel like it lived up to WandaVision. I thought WandaVision was better. They tackled some serious topics, though, which I think was really great and and good to see. Yeah, no, I still think it was. I still think it was excellent mm-hmm. overall. But I think WandaVision set the bar so high that I don't think it felt like it was, you know, as good. Fair, fair. I did like seeing Sam kind of come into his own power, like on his terms. Like, yeah. you know, he, he wasn't sure and he gave up the shield for a reason. And then he just kind of had to get comfortable with it. Uh, so that was good. And now Bucky and Sam are besties. Yeah. And that was, that was great. That was great stuff. That last episode was so good when he like showed up to the cookout, like his sunglasses and it's so Bucky. Just Bucky. Um, that's another thing I've been deep diving into like Sebastian Stan's like filmography now thanks to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and like he's such a good actor I don't think I've seen him really in anything else so he was in this movie called The Bronze with Melissa Rauch and you know I've seen this movie because it's a gymnastics movie um which is a movie after my own heart and it's got Sebastian Stan playing a retired gymnast but there is a sex scene in this movie that like if it wasn't Sebastian I would be scarred for life um it's great though. It's great. I'm looking at his filmography and I literally have never, yeah. Yeah. So the project he's working on right now, though, he's working on this like Tommy Lee limited series for Hulu. Yeah. And I mean, the, there's been behind the scenes video and behind the scenes pictures, and he is just like throwing himself into it. Like he's got the tattoos, he looks just like him. It's crazy. Apparently he's in some movie spy film that's coming out next year with um, Jessica Chastain, Lupita Nyong'o, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, and yeah. Oh my gosh, that sounds good. Damn. Yeah. But he was a gossip girl? Okay, then I guess I have seen him in something. (laughs) Yeah, he was a gossip girl. Anyway. Yeah. So, and that leads us to loki i really enjoyed loki more than i thought i was had i thought i was going to it's been incredible like just really incredible and i love his relationship with sylvie it doesn't bother me that they're kind of falling for each other doesn't bother me at all i don't think they're going to though no i don't think so either but like it doesn't bother me because everybody's like well they're the same person i'm like they're not the same person though i don't see and to me i don't even really think it's falling for her i mean i guess you had that moment in this week's episode but to me it's just been nice to see that there's someone he's actually like opened up to mm-hmm. like because obviously he even talked about in this week's episode about how like you know he knows that he you know betrayed the people who's ever loved him you know his dad his brother you know yada 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 but he still did it yeah and this is something where he hasn't done that 
and mm-hmm. you know because obviously she's different and she's partly you know they're the same but they're not but they're the same so i think that's part of it too but just the fact that he's been able to open up to her is like mm-hmm. really awesome yeah yeah and 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 i love sylvie now that we've gotten to know her more i loved the episode on the train where they just kind of bonded yeah uh, that was so good so good also and then- um oh my god owen wilson has mm-hmm. been amazing in this yeah i didn't think he was i, I don't know i just think of owen wilson as some like that actor from those comedy things that i don't you know whatever yeah. but like he's so good he's so so good yeah and um you know the the funkos that are coming out i know they made one of uh, judge renslayer and we were like who the hell would buy that <laughs> but i don't know apparently she's like she might be making a turn now i don't know i love miss minutes she's cute I, miss minutes and apparently um because Tara Strong does the voice. And apparently, I guess I was reading today or right after I watched the episode that I guess she did some interview and she's like, well, we haven't learned all that we have to learn about Miss Minutes. And I was like, interesting. Oh, I was like, okay. that's a plot twist. Well, we got one more episode to learn it. So I'm, I really want to know who's behind the TVA. Like, I know me too. Yeah. That's going to be. Because I feel like it's kind of obvious that it's Judge Rainslayer, but like, so I feel like it's not gonna be because it feels a little too obvious. But I guess we'll find out. So, what do you think then that there's like nobody in the giant house? I don't know. Part of <laughs> me hopes it's not Mobius. I don't <gasps> think so, but like that would just be like a Marvel twist that, like, just kidding, it actually is Mobius. Everybody loves Mobius. Or it could be like a Loki variant. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I think a lot of the theories I've seen have said that this is going to be King, uh, King the Conqueror. Yeah, but like everybody else is thinking. I keep hearing Mephisto. I don't know. I'm like, pick your big bad. Just let me know who it is. Yeah, let me know when you know. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know when you know. So, God, it's so good. Oh my God, and like the cinematography on the show has been incredible. So many shots are just like absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um. I love it. I love it. When they had the battle in front of like the, the fake timekeepers, um, that was like, it just, it reminded me of like the battle scenes in Harry Potter when they were like the ministry of magic. So, so good. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. And Tom Hiddleston's incredible. So um, once this is over, I'm probably going to go back and watch the night manager, which is with him and Hugh Laurie. Um, I always wanted Man, to you're check really, it out. But you're really going into the like everyone else's dis- uh, filmography. I am. I am. I do that. There's no one Chicago, okay? I need something. <laughs> There's no one Chicago. And I just finished, um, I watched We Are Lady Parts this weekend, and now I'm watching Bojack Horseman. But like, I need other stuff. I, I just, I need them to come back, okay? I just need them to come back. Oh, man. Mm-hmm any other notes in our marvel discussion no there's just there's a lot to look forward to i mean i think black widow is just going to be the start of it obviously we have a very because we didn't get any marvel last year we have a very like marvel filled year and i'm very excited so yeah big time so i think that's all we've got for tonight you guys so um yeah you guys know where to find us facebook twitter instagram tumblr meet us at molly's right across the board um, if you would like to support the pod for as little as $2 a month, please check out the link to our Patreon page. You can kind of check out the perks and pick which tier is right for you. Um, yeah. Uh, if you like the pod, which we really hope you do, please feel free to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. My God, we would so greatly appreciate that. That'd be great. Um, follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Gina watches TV, Brenna. 
I am at Brian K13. So we'll be back next week and uh, we will be talking one Chicago. So no worries. We're going to take it on back to season one of fire, right? One. Yes, it is. Yes, it is the end of season one. I had to think about it for a second. So we're going to go back a long, long time ago to the PD backdoor pilot. So that's going to be really excited. I'm yeah, I'm really excited. It still blows my mind that we could have had Scotty. Scotty's one. I say it every time, but it's really yeah. true. Well, we're going to say it again next week. And I am going to say it again next week. And Brian is going to be like, damn it, Gina, really? I love uh, Scott Eastwood, though. I, I mean, you can't not. I mean, just he's he's good looking, man. Good looking, man. Tanya Raymond's in that, too, who actually starred opposite Jesse in the Jodi Arias movie. I think I knew that. But I just keep focusing on Scott Eastwood because I love him. How can you not? So, all right, guys. Well, in the meantime, everybody have a good weekend. Stay safe. Enjoy Black Widow. Please send us all of your thoughts and we will see you next week. Bye.